Hello family, you are tuned into Divine Discourse with Pastor David Spencer and I am excited, humbled really, that you have chosen to spend this time with me. Let the discourse begin. First Samuel 17, 38 through 40. Verse 38, and I'm reading from the New International Version, 38. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword, Saul's sword, over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. He said, I cannot go in these. He said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. And then he took his staff and he put it in his hand. He chose five stones from the stream, put them in his shepherd's bag. And in his sling, in his hand, he approached the Philistine giant. On this morning, I would like to talk to you from the topic, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Yesterday, we celebrated Veterans Day. Veterans Day is set aside to remember and honor the men and women who have served in the armed forces of our country. It's a day when we reflect on the sacrifices made by our veterans. These brave men and these brave women put their lives on the line to protect our freedoms. That sometimes they face danger that many of us could not imagine. This week, as I prepare to honor our servicemen and women at work, I begin to think about the many different uniforms that they wear. You see, the use of multiple uniforms is grounded in practicality, functionality, and the different tasks that military personnel perform. For example, combat uniforms, they are designed for use in the field and they are equipped with features like camouflage. You've seen them in the stores. This helps the soldiers blend into their surroundings. Military personnel, they are employed into a wide range of environments. The uniforms are designed to provide protection and comfort in these various climates. Uniforms are often used to identify the branch of service, the rank, and the unit that the soldier belongs to. This helps maintain order, discipline, and it establishes a clear chain of command. Each uniform serves a specific function. Each uniform is designed to meet a specific need. Each uniform is designed with a specific purpose in mind. The assignment, the task, it often dictates what uniform should be worn. Now I say all of that to arrive to this point. When you are given an assignment, when work is put in your hands, when it's time for you to slay a giant, 
Your success is not contingent on your ability alone. It is my position, it's my thought on this morning that you also must wear the right uniform. The proper attire is critical to your success and it is required to help you get the job done. And in the text, we see a young David that fully understands this concept. And before he goes to face Goliath, he tells Saul, who is the commander of the army, he's the beloved leader of the Israelites, he tells Saul, who is currently the king, that I cannot wear your armor because it doesn't fit. Now, I want to highlight um, the 40 days, because Goliath was out there 40 days every morning and every evening talking to Saul and his army. 40 days is an important detail that we cannot overlook. It's significant because for 40 days, every morning and every evening, this Philistine shows up wearing his armor. He puts on his shield and he grabs his spear and he does the same thing for 40 days, every morning and every evening. This giant is persistent and he is consistent. He is unwavering in his commitment to sow fear. Every morning and every evening for 40 days, Goliath shouted to King Saul and the army of Israel, I am the Philistine champion. Send one of your men down here to fight me. And every morning and every evening for 40 days, he presents his challenge. If, if your man kills me, then the Philistines, we will be your slaves. But if I, if I take him out, you will be ours. He openly, he boldly and loudly defies the army of Israel. And David calls it the army of the living God. And when Saul and the Israelites heard and saw this giant, the Bible tells us that they were terrified and deeply shaken. Listen, 40 days may not sound like a long time, but it's long enough to make Saul and his army believe that this giant is too big to fall. Because the giant is big and because it is loud, it begins to distort their reality and block their view of God. Now understand, David hasn't been there for 40 days. He is just arriving on the scene and when he hears and he sees this giant he immediately says I gotta do something about this this needs to be handled and I'm going to handle it now listen have you ever been there there's an issue that needs attention there's an opening on your job. You hear about an issue in the community. There's a new opportunity and all you want to do is serve. You want to lend your gifts and your talents and, and you want to do something about what's in front of you and you want to get the job done. Have you ever been there where you said, send me, I want to go. You immediately recognize you are the person and you have the tools necessary to handle it. You have... The, you have the tools to get the job 
done. Like David, you were anointed for this moment. Your experiences led you to this place and you recognize that God has been preparing you privately your entire life to confront this giant in the open. You realize this is what God wants me to do. But as soon as you raise your hand and say, sign me up, as soon as you submit your application, as soon as you say, put me on the committee, give me the job, all I want is a chance to show you what I can do. The people that have been there the people who have refused to handle the situation themselves, the people that have refused to even try, they now have a opinion about what it is you should do. Now for 40 days, every morning and evening, Saul and his army, they've been listening to this poison coming from the giant's mouth. They have replayed his words in their minds. They have become complacent with the noise. The voice of the giant is now familiar. The voice of the giant is louder than the voice of God. So when David raises his hand and he says, here I am, send me. Saul and everyone else that's been there somehow now feel they are equipped to handle the giant. His own brothers tell him to go back home and tend to the sheep. These are the same brothers that know they watched him get anointed, but they still find his very presence offensive. And now we're at this verse and we find out that Saul has the audacity to tell David what he should wear. Saul, who is the commander of the army, he's the beloved leader of the Israelites. Saul is the king. He has abandoned his duty. He has relinquished his responsibility to a shepherd boy. And he has the audacity to tell him, I want you to wear my armor. I want you to dress like a king. I don't want to be that type of king. Saul wants David to wear the king's tunic. He wants David to put on the king's helmet. He wants David to wear the king's armor. He wants David to carry the king's sword into battle. Saul is the king. But he wants David to handle the giant the way a king would do it. Understand at this point, David is anointed to be king, but he is not the king. He doesn't have the countenance or the mannerisms of a king. He's not versatile in handling diplomatic matters. He is not eloquent in his speech. He doesn't walk like a king. He doesn't talk like a king. At this point, he doesn't even think like a king. Why would Saul and why would anybody else at this point expect David to wear the armor of a king? And on today, and we're moving really quickly, I need you to understand that God did not need David the king. But at this point, he needed David the shepherd to handle this giant. I'm going to say it again. He didn't need David the king. He needed David the shepherd. He wanted the world, and that includes you and me, to see that God can use anybody. 
God can use you right where you are. God can use you right where you are. Everyone has a circle of influence. And God says, I can use you right where you are. At this point, David isn't the king's shepherd. And at this point, and here's the point I want you to leave with today. The gift that God has placed inside of you. The gift that God has given you at your birth. It is enough. Look at your neighbor and tell him on this morning, it is enough. Listen, when you arrive at the intersection of your appointed time and your purpose, stand up and be who God has called you to be. Listen, the Bible says your gift will make room for you. Don't change who you are. Don't change your clothes. Don't change what God has designed you to be. Be who God has called you to be. Don't try to act like anybody else. Don't try to to, to look like somebody else. Dress like somebody else. Say it like somebody else. Do it like somebody else will do it. Be who God has called you to be. And in this season, I'm here to tell you that is enough. So David, he has sense. He's wise, even though he's not the king. He he has some wisdom. And he said, I can't wear this armor because it doesn't fit. So David decides to take off the king's armor. He takes off the helmet. He takes off the tunic. He takes off the sword. And he says, I got to do this thing the way God told me to do it. In this season, he's a shepherd. And so he decides, I'm going to go face the giant with the staff that I always use. So he, he takes the staff in his hand. He's a shepherd who chose, uh, chose to stop by the stream and pick up five stones from the stream. I've always asked why five. He said, he said after I kill that first one, another one might come. So he got to be, be ready to handle whatever comes his way. He's a shepherd. And he put those five stones in a pouch of his shepherd's bag. He is a shepherd. He's not the king yet. So instead of a sword, he says, I'm going to pick up this sling and I'm going to slay a giant. I'm going to take out this giant that's plaguing the kingdom. I'm going to do this thing the way God told me to do it. And on this morning, I need you to realize that the same God who used a shepherd boy to kill a giant. This is the same God that wants to use you to shift the environment around you. Your gift and your calling can shift the environment around you, the environment on your job, in your community, in your family. You are an environment shifter. Listen, there are new programs that need to be started. And you are destined. You have the gifts and the calling to make it happen. There are ideas that need to be considered. Say, God, here I am. Send me. There are solutions to problems. And God has placed those solutions in your hand. There are questions waiting to be answered. And you are uniquely positioned for the job. Listen, what grant is waiting on you to write? What application needs to be filled out? What organization is looking for someone to partner with in the community? All you got to do is raise your hand and say, here I am, send me. How can we share God's love beyond the four walls? 
how can we better serve our community? Most would have been excited to wear the king's armor. But David understood that he did not need to wear a uniform that he could not fit. He didn't have to do it the way everybody else did it. He needed to do it the way God had told him to do it. All he needed to do was to stand up and be who God had called him to be. And on this morning, that's what God wants you to do. Just to stand up and say, I have some gifts that I'm going to give back to you, God. I have some talents that I want to give back to you, God. I recognize that there is a calling on my life, God. And I just want to do what you say. Listen, your gift is enough and God has given you everything that you need to silence the giants in your life. And in, in Sunday school today, we talked about some giants that's in our community. The, the, the walls need to be rebuilt in our community. There's, there's some giants that's attacking our families. Giants that are attacking our, our neighbors. Giants that's attacking your peace of mind. And you, 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 are uniquely positioned to help help fix the problems you are a giant slayer and you know you have to make the word real and relevant in your life some people go you know we don't see giants but there are giants in the spirit realm that's facing the kingdom of God and so God has called you he hasn't called you to do something else and to be something else God has called you to be who you are in this season and do what you're called to do. I leave this thought with you. God equips you for where he sends you. If God told you to go, he's, he's giving you the resources. He's giving you the talents. He's giving you everything that you need to find success. God equips you for where he's sending you. Amen. Amen. Hey family, thank you for tuning in to Divine Discourse with Pastor David Spencer. I hope it was time well spent and that something was said that touched your life. Until we meet again, I speak blessings over you, your family, and everyone connected to you. Be blessed. Okay.